Hello and hope everyone's doing fine out there today. Welcome to the Breaking the Box podcast. And for today, I wanted to talk about, I'll talk about my work a little bit to start things off. Like I said, sometimes my work can be boring. I make lenses for eyeglasses at my job and I inspect the lenses. That's part of my job. And in doing that, there's a lot of machinery that goes into that process, obviously. There's machines that cut the lenses. There's machines that test the power of the lenses and so on. It can get kind of boring if I brought all of it up. But the machines are very precise. And those machines do specific things. And they do hundreds and hundreds of those things every day. And of course, occasionally, those machines need a break. Those machines need to be recalibrated and the sensors checked and so on so that they do the thing that they were supposed to be doing. What happens annoyingly sometimes in my job is that those machines are not periodically calibrated and checked. And so we, when we get the lenses, find problems with them. Maybe they don't fit in the frame, for instance. They're too big. That's a common problem. Other things that don't really bear mentioning, maybe. But in general, if the machines are out of calibration, you'll know when you're trying to do other things with the lenses later. And the annoying part of that is that you tell the supervisor, the manager, because you're getting the defective product and you want to fix it. So you say, this problem is happening, and they say, yes, we found a lot of this problem, and you say, well, I know what it's from. It's from this machine that's not calibrated properly, because as the management, they don't always know the machines and things that you're working on. They know only their portion, which is also important, but maybe not the portion that you're doing. So your job, it would seem, is to tell your manager what the problem is so they can fix it because you want to have a quality product for the customer. That would seem to be the goal. But the annoying thing is when you tell them, they often don't want to deal with it. And it's not so much from laziness. It's something that you could probably guess if you thought about it and might make sense to them. But overall, it doesn't make sense in the long term. It's because they know those machines are doing hundreds of jobs a day and they want those machines to keep doing that and they don't want to shut down the machine even temporarily to try to fix it or calibrate it because they know that will cost them money. So they're putting money over the quality of the product. And for the people who are working on the lenses, it causes a lot of stress because you have harder jobs to do, more things you need to tweak with the product itself to make it, say, fit into the frame or whatever the other problems might be from that. And generally, it's just a breakdown of the whole system and causes problems also for the customer when they get the product because you've had to make these special modifications to it due to the bad quality of the machinery, and it can cause problems when they receive it, so that they might return it and say this wasn't a very good product, 
And that is now affecting the customers, which is really what drives the business. So when I look at it from my point of view, I don't understand. I mean, I partially understand. I can see what that they want to make money and they think that's the best way to keep doing it. And they probably think they know a little bit better than we know. And they're trying to please their higher-ups as well. But I don't really understand the whole logic of it to shut down a machine for, say, an hour and lose that production time just so you can calibrate the machine and you can get things going again and everything will be better and it will actually save time in the long run. So instead of thinking in the short term, thinking in the long term. But they're just thinking about the monetary benefit of getting that extra hour of production time, I guess. And it is kind of annoying. But I relate that machine problem to a human problem that we often have sometimes, where there's things in our lives that are telling us to keep pushing and keep going and we have to do this, we have to do that, we've got bills to pay, we've got rent, we've got family to take care of, a whole host of different things that we need to do. And what we need to do sometimes is take time to relax, to contemplate, meditate, basically to calibrate ourselves and make sure that we are in functioning mode for the kind of things that we need to do. Because if we burn ourselves out and we don't take time to consider our decisions, we cause a lot of problems in the future for ourselves, for those around us. If we burn ourselves out, for instance, we might get sick. We might need to rest. We might not be around and able to help out our family if we are sick. Or we might have a decision to make and because we are tired, we didn't think it through clearly and we make a really poor decision that can affect long-term things and have consequences. So I always feel that you should take time to rest a little. You should take time to think and contemplate and reset yourself and make sure that all the things that you're doing in your life are the things that you still should be doing. And if there's changes needed to be made that you also decide which those are and try to make those and improve. And this leads to the idea of things coming out that you don't always want to address. You might look at your situation and see issues and problems and those problems have been going on maybe for a while. But because you don't want to deal with it, and you'd rather just keep things as much the same as you can, you don't try to fix those. And yet they're still there. They often say with people who have an alcohol problem that when they're drinking, they're only temporarily taking away their problems for that time. But when they wake up in the morning with a hangover, all the same problems they try to escape from are still there. And that can happen to us. Just like my manager at work, not listening to people trying to say, hey, you need to take a look at this machine for a while. You need to check it out. 
because they just want to keep things going and maintain the regularity of the process. But it's causing problems. And over time, if those machines were left to just keep running and more and more the, the sensors and the components in the machine are, are hitting the wrong places, doing the wrong things, and over the course of time getting more and more out of calibration so that the longer you leave it, when the technician will finally come and check that, they'll have to do a much more extensive overhaul of that machine that might actually take longer than an hour and in the worst case scenario could actually ruin the whole machine. And some of those machines cost a lot of money. Some of them cost half a million dollars, for instance, and that's a big loss to the company. Some of the machines they have there are not even fully paid off yet, but that's in their business. And we're talking, relating this to yourself. So I don't want to dwell too much on the boring parts of my job, just as a relation to what we're saying here. And that can happen with us too, that if we keep doing things the same way too long and not actually take time to look at what we're doing and fix things, that it can result in a, a severe breakdown of us, of our personal machine, so to speak, where we could have problems that arise within our social groups, within our family, and within our own mind as well, stresses and other factors that we could have fixed earlier if we had have looked into it, but we let it sit around and keep going because we thought we had to fulfill some obligation. And sometimes those obligations are manufactured. They're not real. We just feel that someone's pressuring us. Maybe we need to do these things. We need to say, go to work every day. And maybe the boss is telling us to work overtime on the weekends and we don't have time for ourselves. That's something that can be changed, but we, we are making the idea in ourselves that we have to do this, but do we, we can, Think of a plethora of other options that might actually be workable. We could say no to the overtime. We could get a better job where they don't require that so much or get a higher paying job or work less days if we can afford it. Many, many different things that are out there that are actually doable, but we don't often consider and we get stuck in a pattern and the pattern is a bad thing too. And that's one way. And the other way is that you sometimes purposely, I guess the other way is sort of purposely as well, but it's more from a routine and pattern. But this one is a little bit worse because you can purposely avoid dealing with things because you don't want to face them. And this also relates in a lot of conversations you have with people where there's certain topics that lead to other topics. And when you bring those other things up, they don't want to listen to that and talk about that because they know it's a untested area in their logic. So they want to keep it with the thing that they were arguing for. Not to get too off track here, but it is also important to consider how that relates to conversation. Because sometimes 
the things that we put off in conversation are also things that we need to address in our own lives or areas of logic where we have holes that didn't quite line up. And so we find ourselves getting into debates or getting into disagreements or not feeling happy or not understanding the world we live in because we didn't take time to really do some detective work and figure out what we really stand for and what we really believe. An example would be, well, there's a few examples that I run into. I can give you one or two. One is the topic that often comes up of Islam, the religion. Now, of course, you don't want to generalize Muslims and say that they're all bad people or that they should never immigrate to another country. And that's, that's the line that most people talk about when they're trying to identify someone they think of as a racist. They say, well, these, these people are all against immigrants and they're demonizing Muslims and they want to be seen as the virtue warrior who is standing up for this oppressed religion. And that's one side of it. And they have some points. Of course, you don't want to be racist against any group of people or generalize. But on the other hand, when I look at the points of some other people, what they're saying is that some things in the religion of Islam, such as how they treat gay people or how they treat women, are not entirely compatible with the open and free society we try to have in a Western democracy. So you have to consider that as well. You can't just say, well, we are all for immigration and we don't want to be racist and we, we don't want to be Islamophobes, but at the same time ignore that some of those things are also real problems and really things that you should talk about. So in that example, those things that are avoided are like the things with the machine not being serviced and neglected or like things in your own life that are not being taken care of. It relates to a lot of things in conversation, in your life. You need to get to the real essence of what things are needing to be addressed to really search out those things. But to do that, you need to take a little bit of a break sometimes from the rat race, so to speak. You need to listen to what things you're thinking about and the feelings you're feeling and why you feel those things. I often think that when you have time to consider, you can see the areas of your life where you're happy or not happy. And really what I believe is that if you feel unhappy in a certain area, or if there's a topic or a part of your life that you can only address so far because when it gets to a certain point, you don't want to deal with it. Those are the things that are trying to tell you something. Those are the things that are trying to alert you, like the machines making bad quality products. It's trying to tell you, hey, something's wrong here. This is getting worse and worse, and it's going to continue, and it might continue for a long, long time, but it's not going to be good 
in the long run, it's going to get worse. So take some time to address it. And how do we do that? We have to search out those things that we try to push aside or those things that we have been too distracted to in our lives to consider. And I know some people do it in different ways, but whichever thing brings you some peace and some contemplation time, it doesn't matter which way it is, but it has to be something that will allow for that. Now, some people do it through meditation. I, I know one friend who cuts himself off periodically from social media and takes time to meditate in that way. And that's good. That's the way he does it. And I think that that's a good practice to do because there's so much voices in the world trying to compel us to listen to things and take up our time that we really need to think away from those things because those are distracting. Just like when you're in a busy city and there's traffic all around you and there's noise all around you and you can't stand still because people are walking into you if you stand still. You need to go someplace quiet like a park or a beach. And it doesn't matter if it's a park or a beach or another thing. It's just somewhere where you can collect your thoughts. I mentioned in my last podcast that on New Year's Day, I decided I wanted to do something that would make me happy for that day. Something maybe that I hadn't done in a while, and I came to the conclusion that I would just go for a nice long walk. Which isn't the formula for everyone. You can't tell everyone, hey, just go for a nice long walk. Some people don't like to walk for two hours or more, like I did. But for me, it was a good thing. It was a nice day. I walked, and while I was walking, I was able to think about a lot of things. I found some nice viewpoints to just sit and have a coffee and maybe contemplate a little bit. I discovered new things while I was walking, different places that I purposely went a different way to go and see what was over there because I hadn't, I realized I hadn't explored all of that part of the city yet. So I thought I'll go see what's over here, find a new store, find a new road, find a new viewpoint. And Symbolically, that's, that's really what it's about. Doing something a little bit different. Going somewhere you haven't gone before. If it's like me, taking a walk, going those other paths, finding different views, different perspectives, different ideas. If it's in your life, maybe realizing that that job that you're working overtime for every weekend that's taking up all your family time, all your personal time and making you stressed out, maybe there's another viewpoint to it. Maybe there's another vista that's not only the way you thought. And when you realize there's a way out or a different path, it can make you happy because the unhappiness that's there is speaking to you and trying to tell you something isn't right there. If it's an idea that you have that you know that part of your idea is a good thing, but when you try to debate it with someone, they bring it to a point where you feel uncomfortable and you don't want to go further because you know that down that road is something that you haven't quite logically considered and that they do have a point. If a person or if the voice in your head that's telling you to change or the sadness or 
any number of things is talking to you and telling you something that you feel actually kind of has a point that there really is something to be considered, maybe it's time you listen to it. Maybe it's time you considered why that thing is telling you that, or what is the view of that person and why do you avoid it? Because maybe if you went to communicate with it, you could find something that you would actually use to enhance your own viewpoint or change your viewpoint, which is also okay. In fact, that's a good thing. Changing your viewpoint, changing if you're, for instance, traveling. Traveling is a, a great way, I think. Seeing a new city, seeing a new country. If I could do that, I would do that as much as I could, I think. And I have traveled a little bit, but I want to travel more. But it doesn't have to be somewhere far. It could be also somewhere near, just with a different vantage point. It could be an idea that you'd previously considered, but just with a another person's perspective. And I guess you do that by first hearing that voice that's telling you that something needs to change, like the machine making the wrong noises and not quite doing things right. And you need to decide that you're going to go and do something a little bit different than you did. Take a walk down a different path. Start a new job. Make a different group of friends. Maybe the friends you have are connected through old things that you used to believe and you don't follow that anymore and it's time to change. Maybe the relationship that you have right now is not making either one of you happy and it's time to change. Maybe the political ideas you have right now are stifling you and you feel that there's something you're missing. Maybe it's time to change. I guess if we can all do that, then we're really doing what the purpose of this podcast is, is to break the box, think outside of it. Be and discover what really, really resonates with you. And I guess if you do that, you're going to find new places that won't be boring. You might have some struggle because you're going to be facing the things that are most most wanted to be avoided by yourself because you don't want to deal with it sometimes. But that's okay because every time that you have a struggle or that you have a conflict that you need to try to solve, I think you'll get better because of it. And I've had many of those in my life, so I speak with experience. I had many times where I thought, this is it, I can't go on. I don't have this, or I don't have that, or I, I don't have the capacity to deal with this, or the understanding to, to know what to say in this situation. But those things really made me search myself, and in the end, I'm still here. All those hundreds of situations that I faced in my lifetime so far, I got through, and I don't think it will be any different for you. You might have varying degrees, some harder than mine, we can't really compare, and it doesn't matter. But I believe that we can all get through and become better if we face those things. 
So today, my message to whoever's listening is try to discover those things first of all. Identify those voices that are tugging at you and those things that you need to change in your life. And when you do, take a step instead of away from those things. Take a step toward them, to facing them, and try to find new viewpoints.